You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne. And yes, this is a continuation from the previous episode. I still have Christine with me on the show. And yeah, I want us to talk about facilitating successful partnerships in Web3. I know this is right up your alley as the partnerships director um, from my BFF. So the first thing I will ask for those who do not know, what is a partnership director in Web3 do? So for me, uh, it is is really a melange of a few different things in that I am uh, doing the communication with the NFT projects and facilitating uh, relationships within that domain and creating campaigns uh, and, and also working with companies uh, to facilitate uh, different campaigns both on uh, the side of things on uh, social media and also within uh, a way that is a bit more outside the box. So that could be in the metaverse, that could mm-hmm. be uh, in a physical product capacity, that could be within our perk shop. Uh, so I, I almost consider that to be within its own domain. Uh, I think that there's so many different ways to play in Web3 within partnerships and uh, if it is a company that is looking to uh, find a strategy in an, an existing company that is already mm-hmm. doing something or an NFT project, or if they're looking to do something themselves and then collaborate with you uh, as uh, an NFT project or as a brand, I think there's a lot of different means in which you can partner. And so my role within that ecosystem is to sort of figure out and get creative on how to put together those relationships to maximize uh, really the the full ability of uh, a a company and and how they can engage with their holders and uh, make their experience as rewarding as possible as a father. Nice. Interesting. Um, you know, within, because Web3, I don't want to say Web3 is new, but obviously it's, you know, fairly new. And a lot of people are just navigating into Web3. So within people navigating into Web3, I do get a lot of this like, oh, um, I want to partner with you. And a lot of times when I hear that as an artist and, you know, as a podcast host, the first question I ask myself is, what does that mean? I want to partner with you. So you being, um, uh, you know, someone that's into, um, I guess brand partnerships and things like that. If you reached out to somebody like an artist or, um, anyone within the NFT space, I want to partner with you. What would that mean? What are you looking to do with them? Let's use me as an example. Let's say you reached out to me, Tony, and you know me as an artist and the podcaster within the NFT space. I'm really curious to know what does that mean from your point of view? I think my point of view in, in partnerships is probably different than a lot of people in that I find that maybe this is just our inbox, um, both my <laughs> inbox and our BFF inbox, that we have a lot of people that 
are looking for more exploitative type of partnerships than symbiotic. And what I mean by that is they're, they're looking to, to be taking something. Um, and you, uh, you, 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 you know what? You answered the question exactly how I was hoping you would. Um, because that's the vibe I get as well. And I'm like, am I seeing it differently? So you are in charge of, you know, partnerships. So maybe you would be able to, the fact that you see it that way too, that I'm not crazy. (laughs) Cause a lot of, it's so important to be able to approach partnerships from the get go from a, Mm -hmm. a place of symbiotic, uh, type of reward and that it isn't something that you, just reach out to be able to get something from the person you're reaching out to. It has to be something that at the end, both parties feel like they have gotten something out of it. And for us, we don't really do one-off partnerships and I never will. Like BFF Mm -hmm. will never just do, you know, one thing with one company and that's necessarily going to be at least if I can help it. Um, I look for everything from the get-go as something that is a bit more on the long-term side because that's how we see our brand. Because you guys are building a long-term brand, you know, right? And again, you know, I, I always say this and it almost sounds like, does she work for BFF? No, I don't. I'm a holder. And that's all I have (laughs) is I'm a holder. (laughs) But I always say this, that, you know, the way my BFF approached Web3 is probably one of my favorite examples to cite whenever I talk about coming into Web3 and just kind of, you know, my BFF had this, let's get a feel for people, you know, and then let's teach and then let's give, you know, and then let's build. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of um projects or whatnot just come into oh this is a new thing there's money in it boom let's do it you know and I didn't get I didn't get that vibe um I didn't get that vibe from my BFF at all I saw it as you know they're um well you're part of the team so you all (laughs) were being very intentional about onboarding you were being very intentional about you know just doing it the right way and I love um the perk shop, by the way. Um <laughs> whenever a new perk is released, I go look for my trait. Um like oh shoot, maybe I should get another BFF to see if I can get more <laughs> get more traits. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I, it's it's so much fun, you know, it's like something I like NFTs, like like projects, you know. Again, you know, when we talk NFTs, and I always try to make this very clear when I speak on the show, um, I say, you know, NFTs can be used for two things. There's the art aspect, and then there's the project aspect, like what my BFF is, um, you know, and I like the fact that the, my BFF is very intentional about giving you something to look forward to. You know, I enjoy, I enjoy that, um, a lot. I know you have, you, have partnered with um a few influential people in the nft space how do you um go about that what was the premise behind that like how do you decide okay this is what we want to offer somebody maybe with a ring on their um nft um a 10 minute talk with um shira shira who's a good friend of mine brilliant woman um how do you decide that like what was the premise behind that 
So Shear is actually one of the founding BFFs. Uh, we have 100 now. I think originally, whenever we had our kickoff event, we had started with around 42. Mm-hmm. And we've since increased it to with a second cohort because we had so much interest in in people wanting to become a part of that collective yeah. uh, after the kickoff event that we uh, have since increased it to 100. And whenever we uh, came to the table and sort of thought means in which we could bring additional value, the mm-hmm. original premise behind the perk shop uh, in its earliest stages was that you know, we would um, facilitate these mentorship type calls with these founders yeah. and us so that people would be able to um, be able to get something out of it, whether that be knowledge or mm-hmm. um, some form of uh, connection from that founding BFF after they speak with them in a networking capacity, whatever it might be. Uh, I think that we had started with that and then it was built on top of it. Like, why don't we add physical products into the mix? Why don't we think about experiences? And it mm-hmm. sort of expanded into a full commerce experience that included uh, a lot of different means in which you can get benefits or, or perks rather I, or bonuses. I, I, I won a bracelet. <laughs> yeah, I was amazing. so excited. And I was like, yes. <laughs> for my, I think it was for my peace the, sign. The cuff? Yeah, the cuff. Amazing. The cuff. Yeah, I won the cuff. The, my, I, 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 I think I'm not sure which of my traits got me the cuff. I think it was the peace sign. I can't remember. So the, Founders, both founders actually are, it's a black owned, uh, business that is, uh, a luxury cuff that they are going to be engraving for BFF by yeah. the way. It's going to be a yeah. limited edition. And her journey actually started at BFF at the kickoff event. And she was so inspired as a holder. And whenever she found out about Bookshop that she had reached out to me, you know, one of the, the founders, she co-founded it. Um, with AJ, it's, it's, mm-hmm. and shout out to them, Nunu and AJ, um, the, the founders of Handsome. This company is incredible and they were, uh, so inspired by that kickoff event and wanting to be a part of workshop that whenever this all came to be in this partnership, uh, I, I found it to be so apropos that they started and are part of our community and found a way to allow their business to flow through and it give back to the community that they started their own journey with. I, I, I love it. So special. I love that idea so much. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I thought I, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I, I and I, I mean, once the perks release, I jump on my computer and I'm like looking through like, like please let me get something cool. Let me get something. <laughs> and then I look like, Two of one, all gone. And I'm like, oh, but that shows that people are participating. Um, you yeah. know, yeah. It shows that, and then you're like, I know what day it's going to release. I'm going to be there at the hour. <laughs> so it's not all gone, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm curious to know, you said something just now about, um, you know, the ambassadors, like the founding BFFs. And I find that very interesting that, um, BFF is doing that where they 
link holders with the founding BFFs for mentorship, for experience, or just a 10 minute talk. And it just popped an idea in my head. And tell me what you think about this. And even though I know y'all did it first, <laughs> uh, it popped an idea. Imagine if, um, let me use CryptoPunks for an example. Um, having and board apes, having so many famous holders. Imagine if board apes or CryptoPunks had something similar to what you have, which is the perks shop. And I know Jay Z is a CryptoPunk. He has a CryptoPunk. Imagine if being a holder of CryptoPunk got you. 10 minutes with Jay-Z. Everybody would buy CryptoPunk right now. <laughs> Imagine if being a holder of Board Ape got you a 30-minute studio session with Snoop Dogg. You yeah. know? I love the fact that, you know, you all are innovative. And, oof, um, and... Again, with the female-led or female-founded projects, um, I think within the Web3 space, they have been, if we're keeping it real, they have been suffering. Um, but my BFF has managed to keep their head above waters. Um, how do you navigate that? You know, knowing the fact that within the Web3 space, the female-led projects have been kind of having a really tough time compared to like, um, the non-female-led projects? Well, whenever this was all started and, and being formed and the original cohort of the founding BFFs was being put together, like it mm-hmm. was very much Jamie and Britt going to these women and non-binary individuals and, and asking them if they wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a resounding yes. It was not like, yes, but how much are you paying me? Yeah. It was just, Yes, and how do I get involved? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that 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 very genuine means in which you know these these people want to get involved and do so from a, a standpoint of just like okay, well, Web three is is coming. Like we're definitely uh, going to be a part of it. It's just how do we participate it in a way that is authentic. Yeah, in a way that allows us to use our resources and be a part of this badass collective of other women that are titans of their industry Mm -hmm. and do so in a a way that we feel comfortable. And some are participating more than others. uh, And our perk shop has been a really great way to for us to be able to use uh, not just the, the mentorship calls, but uh, our founding BFFs have everything have contributed everything from physical products to mm-hmm. uh, more definitely more than their time uh, and also experiences. We also yeah. had um, the the custom ledgers done from one of our founding BFFs, Ariel Wingroff. Like it has been a really great uh, case study in utilizing uh, a community within a community, if you will, to. <laughs> create value uh, I find that our founding BFF have created their own community and they've created their own little meetups and they have also uh, in a, their own way created relationships from BFF because yeah. it's very ironic <laughs> seeing those forms 
but it, it really is a testament to what we're building and how these women are coming together for a common purpose. And it's educating and having this uh, really fundamental focus on bringing people together in, in learning and connecting both in real life and in a digital way. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. And um, I see it. I mean, like I said, I'm a holder um, and I see what y'all are doing. And it's it's um, my well, I feel like the my current BFF, um, she's my forever BFF, <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, I feel like I'll snag some more soon <laughs> just for the perks, just for the perks. Nice. Um I know we've been, we've been talking a while and I know it's almost getting close to the end of the show, but I want to ask you two more questions, um, or discuss two more things with you. So, you know, what would you say, um, a, what would you say is a key difference? I'm really curious to know this. Um, what would you say is a key difference in being, um, a partnerships director in web three and in web two? Oh, wow. That is a really great question. I think in Web2, a little context for my background. For mm-hmm. about uh, eight years, I worked with hundreds of brands to place them in an omni-channel capacity. So whether it's like in television, mm-hmm. uh, in retail stores, in online sales, uh, I, I facilitated uh, opportunities within those different channels for brands. Mm-hmm. So I worked with, you know, Samsung and Shark and Ninja and your Instagram and TikTok brands of the world and, and sort of growing them in different ways, uh, in different places and in, in new, um, new arenas. So for me, I had a lot of experiences working with, uh, buyers, uh, brand owners mm-hmm. and CEOs. And also merchandising teams. And so coming into web three, it has been, it's been so similar yet different and that you care a lot about of the same thing, but mm-hmm. you're also working in a completely different capacity in a completely different industry. Uh, I feel like there is kind of like what we talked about earlier. There's a lot yeah. of companies that reach out to you that are looking for just like this one-off type of promotion or they want to take your uh, allowance spots and and then that is kind of it and and i really don't i don't really work that way for a a variety of reasons no like it it, (laughs) it doesn't make sense for us it doesn't and that's just not how i determine or it is how I determine how uh it makes sense for us in the long term and it's the only way I see things. Like if there is um a project especially like an NFT project, mm-hmm. uh, I'll typically think what is this project thinking in five years from now? Mm-hmm. And if I can't form some semblance of them being existing in five years, then I'm probably not to be having that conversation. Yeah, it's like a, a waste of time, right? Yeah. So, you know, for me, like it, it comes down to really thinking the intentionality mm-hmm. of the, the person that is behind the email or message that has been sent to me. And that isn't necessarily something that is always 
top of mind in the web two era. Whenever I had like brands and companies reach out to me, my first thought wasn't like, is this company going to exist in five years? And are they thinking about what's happening in five years? Because you know, they are right. Cause they're established, but now it's like, you don't even know, you know, a lot of people are just like, I'm just going to start. I've seen, you know, it's so funny. I've seen, it's the weirdest thing to me, to be honest. I've seen companies or start out in web three. And then once they sell out or mint out, then they go, Oh, okay. We're going to start the company now. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> How does that work? Like, shouldn't you already have had the company? Like, what is going on here? You know, everybody gets excited and like, Oh, this, it's this new mint and everybody goes out and mint. Which is why I keep saying, like, you know, I like how intentional my BFF was. Like, it was almost like a process. Like, the, it was like a, you, you went along for a ride, you know, watching the like process. My, my former Web2 days is we would work with, like, indie brands, if you will, that were, like, new and up and coming. And mm-hmm. that that was also still, once again, like, never in my mind that thinking, like, well, you know, are, are they going to just, you know, uh, just cash out on their, <laughs> yeah. their base and then leave. No, like in, in Web3, these are legitimate concerns, concerns. we have to think of because yeah. we have products that are minting out and they're making millions and that goes with us as well. But I know my team and I know that we are building with intention and mm-hmm. meaningfully and for the long term, but I really have to analyze and think very hard that whoever is reaching out to me to form some form of partnership or collaboration is doing much of the same and is really thinking about that responsibility that they have for their holders the same way that we do and um, because brands think differently and it's an uh, it's also another responsibility on your end because you want to make sure you align with people that are honest and truthful about why they're there um because you can say oh okay this sounds good and then they end up being, you know, either a soft rug or a rug pull, and then it reflects on you. So I can imagine how much you break out in sweats <laughs> when yeah. making these decisions. Because even, you know, for me, you know, I'm not like my BFF. And I mean, I could totally have a show and bring someone on and then something happens. And I'm like, well, I didn't know. Versus my brand or my company being completely on the line but even for me like I get a lot of these um you know I'll say projects that say oh we want to come on your show and while I don't have a complete problem with that I look at what you're saying to like are you going to be here in five years what are your real intentions in the space why are you doing this because I don't ever want it to be a situation where it's like oh Tony said they're good. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times if, you know, I'm not sure I'll be like, okay, you know what, just, if you want to advertise, I'm fine with that. There's no, you know, they know it's an ad. So you, you know, something is an ad, you understand, you know, um, thread carefully. It could be what it is. It could be what it's not. It's an advert. Right. But versus me like saying, yes, I believe in this thing. Yes. You're here. And, it's just such a tricky, um, it's such a tricky line to thread because you just never know. Um, so I can imagine that makes your job in Web3 a little bit more, a bit harder than it would be in Web3. Am I right? Yeah, I would definitely say so. And I think that brands 
they in what two brands think about different types of problems in their scaling and you're talking about a very different means of crowdfunding from well, yeah. the project lens <laughs> versus someone who is really thinking about their every penny that they're either investing or that they're uh they have um raised for their business and is being spent. So I think that it's a very different ecosystem with how people are treating their longevity in the space. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping that a lot of uh, the NFT projects are seeing themselves here for the long term and utilizing their treasure chest uh, for the benefit of their holders in a, a meaningful way. I know that all of our discussions are always, you know, thinking about um, how we're bringing in more education, how mm-hmm. we're um, putting together real life events that uh, bring people together to onboard into Web3 to be able to educate in a variety of ways. And, and also we're thinking the metaverse and how we're going to yeah. be incorporating those types of experiences with what we've built and uh, with what we've raised. So I, I think that we really have, once again, a responsibility for what we've built. And mm-hmm. I feel very confident and proud with how BFF has approached everything and what we are thinking about for the future. Speaking of the metaverse, um, I said I had two more questions. I lied. <laughs> Speaking of the metaverse, um, I promise this is the second to the last question. Um, does my BFF have like any presence? I mean, not when we say metaverse, I'm talking about like, you know, like a Decentraland type metaverse, like, you know, um, does any, my BFF have any presence in the metaverse right now? Or is there anything in the works towards that? That's a great question. And I really thought that this was an important thing for us to approach. And it was done already uh, for our perks party. Whenever the perk shop was first introduced, we had mm-hmm. um, an event where we brought in Paris Hilton to DJ a central and rooftop party that we set up with Cash Lab. We also partnered with Decentraland and they promoted it. And it was uh, a way for uh, hundreds of people to experience the metaverse for the first time. We got some really awesome statistics back from Decentraland. We had a lot of new accounts, a lot of people that were, uh, you know, taking that opportunity to jump into a new, exciting experience. And yeah. We were able to provide that. And, uh, we had a dance floor and <laughs> we, uh, we put together like a, a whole playlist. Uh, you know, it was, I think a really fun way for people to come together as well to celebrate the inception of the perk shop. And, um, there's going to be a lot of fun ways that we're going to be using that in the future, uh, to bring perks and bonuses to uh, our holders. But, uh, with, with all that said, Decentraland provided that experience for Mm -hmm. the first time for a lot of people and that meant a lot to us because like the kickoff events um we had a lot of people set up wallets for the first time a lot of people get their first nfts i I don't know if you knew this but 46 percent of the people that received bracelets had never even set up a wallet oh yeah we had thousands of people in Mm -hmm. those first few days that we were able to assist 
So we've had a, a lot of firsts. And I think that that's something to be proud of in, you know, the being a part of BFF and allowing a lot of these people that had never had an NFT uh, set up a wallet, be in the metaverse, do all of these things. And so I think it's really incredible. And I think the more first we have, the better, and the more mm-hmm. people we can onboard, the better. And we'll just keep doing that over and that's, over. That's amazing. Like you're 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 literally somebody's first point of entry into nfts and i'm sure they would appreciate that so much um i i like that um and i need to come to one of your next your next decentraland party and come dance (laughs) i don't know why for some reason you know i get invited to all these decentraland parties uh, and i was speaking to um a vodka company and they were like oh come dj for us in the metaverse and i'm like i need to sit i need to really map out my time and sit down and actually go into central land and start you know like networking in there like hey what's up <laughs> is that you tell me <laughs> you know i haven't had a chance to like actually sit there and like really immerse myself in the central land and i think um for something that i'm working on right now i'm gonna need to anyways um, I think I need to actually really, really start and just because I hear a lot of people have fun in there and I find that so um, interesting, you know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot that you can do. And I've been really wildly amazed with the way that brands have taken the approach to creating experiences for their holders. Mm-hmm. The, the former um, opportunity of, of Paris doing a set in Decentraland was with mm-hmm. Colossus and they had the whole <laughs> oh, nice. out with his <laughs> avatar and his space suit and floating over Oh it. gosh. The way the Web3 has also made the metaverse uh, just that much more special it has been really fun to watch because um, I think the two are sort of married and mm-hmm. have inevitable intersects for the future and uh, I'm excited to see how we're able to incorporate both fun and education, uh, both with our partners at Decentraland and also in the future with Sandbox, uh, and also potentially with Spatial. I think that we're looking into a few different opportunities for us to be able to play around in those spaces and bring yeah. value to our holders. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'll be there next one. <laughs> nice. I love that. I will be there for the next one. All right. So last question <laughs> for real this time. Um, you know, this is more of a you question. Um, not you by BFF. I mean, you, Christine. <laughs> so I get a lot of people, um, especially women in Web3 or in women that are not in Web3 as well, you know, ask me, Oh, Tony, how do I? get a job in web three um and you're somebody that works within web three what advice would you give to these women or people that, generally that's a great question um for me personally you know it would be so de facto for for me to just present a resource and i will give resources at the, at the end of um you know whenever i speak but outside of just a website or um, a job board, I think 
the importance of taking initiative is mm-hmm. it, it can't be understated. Like for me, whenever BFS started, uh, it was in its earliest phases. Um, I was employee number one. <laughs> and, uh, it was it's very much a situation where I knew that I had particular skill sets that made sense towards what the project needed and would benefit from. And mm-hmm. I saw an opportunity and I inserted myself in an appropriate way to be able to qualify. So in, in that sense, I reached out to Jamie and I emailed her, which it was very weird before <laughs> her and I had only exchanged messages within Telegram in like a very casual capacity. And I'll never forget, like I remember asking for her email and then I emailed her and asked if I could have a call. And then in the call, I asked, if, you know, I, I basically shot my shot. And, <laughs> and it was a I, slam dunk. <laughs> it it did not come without effort. You know, I, I had yeah. a whole process after that where, you know, I sent over my resume. I had to speak with Helen Brett. You know, there were a few layers before uh, I was able to start. And, and even then I started in a part-time capacity, which is mm-hmm. laughable at this point because, you know, <laughs> at, at that stage I was, working with my agency and they had no idea that I wanted to work in, in web three part-time, much less full-time. And I sort of like told them later, like, Oh, by the way, I'm, <laughs> I'm part-time now. Um, and that, that was a big shocker too. It, it was, it was definitely uh, a process for my employer to take that in and be like, well, first of all, what, what is web three? <laughs> And what's an NFT? And then can you explain more? But um, it, I think really comes down to what do you want to do? Do you want to be a community manager? Mm-hmm. Uh, if so, like how um, how can you insert yourself within the community even before you get a job and be helpful? Yeah. Um, how can you bring value uh, before you can even have those conversations so that you can um, have a, a good first impression and also be able to uh, communicate what you bring to the table without even going through that application process. It's good to sort of plant seeds yeah. in, in ways uh, that you're you're really able to uh, engage with the community. And, and if you are wanting to be an artist and um, create your art and put yourself out there in the web three community how do you do that in a thoughtful mm-hmm. way that's not just standing out a message to everyone everywhere um, how do you go into discords and introduce yourself like a normal human being and you know talk to people normally and then mention by the way i'm the artist like i think sometimes people overthink or yeah. don't necessarily think even towards the obvious in some cases about how to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I would encourage others to not just think so linear about like going to an an indeed.com, like they would approach a a (laughs) web two perspective on how to get a job. Sometimes it is just about putting yourself out there in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Showing up is a great way of putting it because it's not like hey can i have a job in the discord chat it's hey guys what's up showing up every day and Mm -hmm. then people know who you are 
So it's not just like you popping into a community that you vibe with and then showing and, and asking for something. It's, hey, I've sort of already contributed to what you guys are doing. Here's some other ways that I'd like to contribute yeah. in a bigger way. And I'd like to have a conversation with you because I, I think that I could really see myself doing things with you guys in a, a, a way that involves a career. So I think that's, that's another thing. I don't, I think that more people need to see this in the lens of a career and not mm-hmm. a job. Yeah. And that's so important because I, I think those are the people that are the ones that are building for the long term. Hundred great answer. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I like that. Um, and I will totally agree with you, even from a artist perspective or just somebody that's been in business for a very long time. Um, that approach makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of people forget that, you know, within web three, because everything's moving kind of fast. Like you're, whoever you're trying to get their attention is probably having like 20 other people trying to get their attention too. Um, so how do you stand out? And for me personally, again, how people stand out for me is the symbiotic relationship, you know, not just being a taker. I'm not a big fan of just, I'm not a big fan of takers. <laughs> like I speak on this a lot. It, it's cause they, it's just draining, you know, um, you know, what can I bring to the table? And, you know, obviously, okay, I can bring this to the table and then for this, not just, Oh, I just want this or I just want that. And, you know, again, I'll say, um, you know, BFF bringing you on, they did good because you have been doing a very, I see how hard you work. You have been doing a very, very good job, a great job for my BFF. Um, oh, and honey, that means so much. Thank you. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, hundred percent keep it real, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm on this journey with y'all as well. You know, I'm, I'm going to be a holder for a very, a very long time. Unless my wallet gets hacked, knock on wood, it won't. <laughs> I'm kidding. My wallet will not get hacked. Somebody's listening like, I'm going to go hack her wallet. No, no. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really, um, excited to be part of my BFF as well, um, as a holder and really proud of what you're doing, um, for my BFF. And I look forward to the many things that you all have planned and to party in the central land with y'all. All right. So, um, thank you. Um, Christine, is there anything that we missed that you might want to share with my listeners? Um, I'm sure th- I feel like this is going to be a two part episode because we talked about a lot of things. <laughs> we did, and I was going to say, I feel like we need a three part so we can talk more about it. I know, right? I was like, wait a minute. It was like we, we, when we started out, I was like, we're going to do, oh, this, so it's going to be an hour show. And this is what we're going to do. And then the conversation just flowed. Um, so it's going to be a two part show, <laughs> part one and part two for the sake of my listeners. Even though, you know, I love my listeners. They will listen to the whole thing. But, um, like I said with NFT NYC, given breaks, I'll give a break between, <laughs> between shows for real. <laughs> um, yeah. So I yeah, <laughs> back to the, the question. Is there anything that, um, you know, you would, that we didn't cover that you would want my listeners to know. Besides how fabulous Tony is, of course. Thank you very much. 
Well, that also will need its own full episode. But I can't think of anything top of mind. It, it's just been so nice. You know that we had uh, at one point talked about me being here, and it was sort of like this long overdue thing that has been you know, yes. something I've been waiting for. And so it's been awesome. And uh, I just really love what you're doing, both with the podcast and with your artwork. Thank you. Everything that you do, I, I just have been. I'm really excited. Every post I, that you have on Twitter, I'm just like, oh, yeah, what is Tony up to now? Uh, <laughs> I'm the rebel Twitter. <laughs> I tweet like a rebel. It's crazy. Like, you know, I, it is what it is with me. Like, I'm, I always say, like, I'm an open book. Um, I try to just be myself. You know, I try to just be myself. And I believe that's just, that's the best way to be, especially in Web3, where it's like, hard to navigate and know who's who, you know, um, how to know what kind of, I've seen relationships come and go and it will make you take a step back. Like, okay. When somebody approaches you, it's like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> you know? Cause I've seen it from as far back as what last year where people come and they seem like they're genuine and then they get what they want and they bounce. You know, I see, I, I saw a lot of that. And so now I'm, I'm more, okay why are we friends <laughs> you know and you're one of the friends I have in the space that I can vouch for that you're actually a good friend um so thank you thank you so much oh ditto <laughs> I thank you so much for coming on the show um I will put notes in the show how to reach Christine on Twitter and obviously my BFF on Twitter. If you have not subscribed to the show, if you're a new listener, do not forget to subscribe. We're going to be morphing the show very soon. I know a lot of people have been saying, Tony video, Tony video, Tony video. And I'm like, geez, are you guys going to get me a glam team or what? <laughs> so we will be morphing the show. Might not be full video, but I will have some parts of the show that will include video. Ah, the pressure y'all put me under. Um, yeah, so don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell everybody to listen to the NFT Talk Show podcast. And thank you, Christine, for being on the show. And thank you all for listening. This is why we're, you know, still bouncing up there in the charts because of all of you. And um, not just because of me yapping my mouth all the time. It's because of you, the listeners. And I truly appreciate it. If you haven't, follow us on socials, NFT Talk Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can hop into the Champagner Social Club Discord and grab your podcast listener title. Okay, that is it for this show. Um, again, it's a two-part show. <laughs> and Catch you on the blockchain. <laughs> Bye.